Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the iCouple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. And we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll do it live. Another great three hours, another terrific three hours headed your way. So keep it locked right here. On Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83. However you may be listening, you won't be sorry. Let me welcome in my partner, Mr. Rob Parker. What's up, man? How are you? What's happening, Mr. Chris Broussard? How are you? I am great. I am doing very well. Very yeah, same well. here. On a very happy, festive, and hot TV theme song Thursday. How's that? It ain't hot here where I'm at. Dude. Keep that to yourself. I know. I'm sorry. I know it's early March, <laughs> but – and I'm not complaining because I love Southern California and Los Angeles, but we had a, we had a, a hot one today, so it's all okay. good. Yeah, okay. All good. Well, we're going to have a hot one again, like I said, so keep it locked. We got Eric Weddle, Super Bowl wow. champion. Just won it with the L.A. Rams. He will join us. At the bottom of this hour, that should be fun. Big basketball fan, too, so maybe getting a little of that with him. Shekel City, of course, wrapping the hour up. So we'll Red hot Shekel City. Don't forget yeah, that. From what Red I hot. Hear. From what I hear. Yes. So we will get into that. All right. Uh, our couple crews in full effect. Of course, DJ Alex Teicher, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan, is here. You know why? Because it's a Teicher's Tower of Trivia Thursday. So you know he won't miss that. I think That'll he be brought, the third hour of the show. And he brought in his own dinner tonight. I think, what'd you bring in, Alex? A hamburger. Uh, what else? I'm sorry, Couple Robert. You talking about me? Chicken? Yes, I'm talking to you. A hamburger. Yeah. Oh, there is no. no ham and no burger in my buns. Okay. Oh. You don't even eat veggie, veggie burgers, do you? No, nah, I usually stay away from them unless I home make them. Yeah, because those, uh, to me, they're too phony anyway. Aren't they? Oh, you're talking no, about like the no, fake ones. Absolutely. no. They They're are fake, pretty Chris. Good. What's wrong? Yeah, with but but why can't you just eat it in its natural state? Why do you have to fake yourself into acting like it's a burger? It's not a burger. You know what's funny, Rob? Like I've said it, it too. I'm all down for if people need like segues, something to kind of help them get off of it. But I've seen people who are like full blown into health, like me, still eating them. I'm like, who are you fooling? Oh, right. Yeah. No, right. I'm with I do you. it. I do <laughs> it. <laughs> well, CB, I said full the blown burger, health. The hamburger. Exactly. Who's, who, whose natural state is a hamburger? No a hamburger. That's the natural state. That's not yes, the that's the natural state. state. No, it yes, isn't. it is. When, when you open, you saw a cow when you, walking around like that. <laughs> when you open up a cow, he's got burgers, a double pounder, yeah, yeah, quarter right. pounder. <laughs> hey, know? Rob, question for you. You know, you said animals don't go to college. Yes. What are you going to do if a cow Apparently, sits in your classroom one day? Don't go to college either. If a cow's <laughs> in my class, then I'm going to fail them and send them to the butcher shop. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at that. Don't, You're don't savage. Get is it Peter? Would that be the one? Yeah, be all I got him on hotline. I'll hit him up. Yes, you all know right. it. All right. We got super producer Rob G. 
in full effect. And on the updates, David Gascon Jr., or the second. All right, Rob, let's get into this. Uh, Tonight, big night in Brooklyn. Uh, I guess you could say this is when they are going to start their surge, that they're going to start their run toward the Eastern Conference Championship. If you believe that's going to happen, then it would be the night that it starts because Kevin Durant is back. And, and I tell you what, he couldn't come back too soon because uh, they they need him badly. They have fallen. What Rob G, what is their record Five without and Durant? 16. Five, Five and 16. Five and 16. They've fallen all the way to the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. They're only a game and a half up on ninth seeded Charlotte and two games up on 10th seeded Atlanta. So they need to start winning. Now, of course, Durant will be by himself as far as stars. Kyrie Irving not playing tonight because it's a home game. And, uh, of course, Ben Simmons has uh, a back issue. So he is out. Some some think, Rob, that uh, March 11th, that back is is when that back's going to heal up because March 10th is when they play at Philadelphia. I don't know. We'll see. Right. But uh, <laughs> the back is bothering Ben Simmons for now. And uh, like I said, Kevin Durant's back to save the day. And, uh, Rob, what do you expect, you know, from him? They got a big – they're playing Miami, so it, it could easily they're, be they're an favorites. L. They're favorites in, Who, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's favorite yeah, minus over Miami? Yeah, minus one and a half. So Durant has major impact uh, when when uh, with the odds, Chris. You know what I mean? Because if, if he wasn't playing, it Miami's might be an eight. Back-to-back, back too. And it might have been an eight or nine point deal, you know, for Miami, uh, minus eight or nine. But anyway... Uh, I expect him to come back, and he was playing great before he got hurt. Remember, I was in Brooklyn in attendance watching the game with my buddy Carlos. We had great seats, and and there was a he got bumped or whatever. Somebody fell into him, and I I looked, and he kind of took a step back, and and he it looked didn't a look little that serious. Right? I didn't think it anything didn't of bad. it. I thought, okay, it was close to near. The end of the first half, so he went to the back. I said, okay, that makes sense. Why put him out there, let him relax, you know what I mean? And then you'll be ready for the second half. Right. I had no idea. It didn't look that serious to me, but anyway, it was. He missed 21 games. He's back. Uh, And, you know, he's one of those guys that is a big factor. And he comes back with some other pieces to the team as well, not just Ben Simmons, Seth Curry. not Ben Simmons, yeah, Seth Curry. Right, Andre Drummond, you know, like, and I don't know, is Joe Harris back yet or not, Rob? No. Do we know? No. Still not back. And we uh, don't so know if he's going to be back. He might not be back. He's been he missed. He just missed about the entire season. But anyway, there's a couple other pieces that have, uh, have joined since then. And, um, and, you know, with all these things being dropped, you just saw what happened in the NFL and with the COVID numbers all, you know, bottoming out. It's just a matter of time before all these other things are lifted, and that probably means Kyrie will be able to play. I don't know, Chris, is it the end of this month or, or at least the start of April and the playoffs, you know what I mean? So it's going to be a lot to put together, but I expect Kevin Durant to basically pick up where he's left off. He was playing great, was, a, was in the MVP conversation before his injury. Yeah, Rob, he was averaging 29 points a game. 
which uh, is one of his highest of his career. I think it's his third highest of his career. Yep. Um, 7.4 rebounds. Again, one of his highs. Uh, not maybe top five. And then uh, 5.8 assists. So he's doing damage. That's uh, second highest ever in his career. So he was having a great year. He obviously is a great player. But here's the inter- really interesting thing, Rob. Bet MGM still has the Brooklyn Nets as the favorites to win the Eastern Conference. Now, the Nets have lost 15 of their last 18, and we get it. Obviously, Durant was out. But still, the AC, they've got them favored to win the East. They would be number one, in, in according to Bet MGM. Milwaukee is number two. And then Philadelphia is number three. And uh, those are the top three. What What are your thoughts? Do you think that's the right? Like, I, I don't. I don't think the Nets should be favored. I mean, they. we have no idea what they're going to look like. You know, obviously, Durant, we all assume he'll come back and play well. I'm sure he will. Um, but Kyrie's still out. And when he comes back, he and Durant will have had virtually no time together. Ben Simmons... When he comes back, one, we don't know what he's going to look like as far as his game. And two, he won't have any chemistry with those guys on the floor either. So I, I think it's absurd for them to be ranked as the top, you know, the, the favorite in the Eastern Conference at this point. Yeah, I, I don't think it's based. They don't look at that stuff. They look at talent and they look at guys who have been there, done that, and they just think and, – and I get the idea is like – the, the, the best case scenario is that they just come out and they play and they're better than anybody else because of their talent. I get what you're saying is all logical, but that's not how they base it. They're not thinking about, oh, well, they haven't played it. They just say Kevin Durant's won a couple of championships. Kevin Durant was the MVP, was playing like an MVP. Uh, we're seeing what's happening in New York, so we don't want to, like, make the odds where people are piling up money on Brooklyn and then they lift the uh, vaccination status and Kyrie's playing, Ben Simmons is back, and then you look at it and go, what were we thinking to think that if these three guys were healthy and playing together that they wouldn't win with the other pieces? So I I really think it's a safeguard more than anything than giving Mm -hmm. people better odds. You know what I mean, Chris? Okay. Okay. That that's that's what I think it is because it can't be based off of what Protecting they've actually themselves. done. Yeah, yeah. Because if they right, so like if, if they if they, have if they a make them twenty to one, right? Twenty and to one. Bet on them. And yes. All these people win. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Here's no, that, the that, news, Rob. That's what I'm thinking. According to Shams, you asked about him. You asked, we deliver. Nets say Joe Harris will undergo season-ending surgery yep. on his. Remember, left I was ankle. just asking because I, I had he hadn't played all year. Yep. And it, it just basically it, all year. Number one, Rob, it, it just obviously what a year for the Nets. I mean, Kevin Durant's hurt. James Harden bolts. Kyrie can't play home games. Uh, Joe Harris misses the season. Basically. Ben right. Simmons, who you trade for, is still out. And now Brian Windhorse and some others have said it could be months. Maybe he might not be back for the rest of the month, Rob. I don't know if that's just, you know, to protect him, to make it look like he's not, you know, 
bailing on playing in Philadelphia so he won't come back like that week after that game. I, I don't think that's the whole thing, but he may not be. He may be out the rest of the month, which is unbelievable. But it just isn't. doesn't seem to be in the cards for the Nets. But what you said makes sense. Rob, I think, and I'm going to hold off. We'll make our predictions as we always do at the end of the season. You know, Yeah, there's no the reason to do it now. Let's see right. what happens and see the teams going into the playoffs and where they are. I just think that's the best way to do it. I tell you what, though, right now, I'm really liking Philly. And I get it. They haven't played anybody. They played the Knicks twice and Minnesota once. Minnesota's okay. Knicks, we know what they are. But they look really good. And it's not just hard. Harden obviously looks terrific. 26-9-9 and last night in his home debut. Embiid has just played, continued to play at the MVP level with Harden. But Tyrese Maxey, uh, they've got like two-thirds scores. That's the thing I was saying about the Nets. With after Kyrie, they don't really have a bona fide third scorer. Doesn't have to be a star, but just a big time third guy. Uh, Patty Mills is is obviously good. He's had uh, a great Seth year. Curry, for them. Yeah, I wouldn't call either of them third scores. Maybe Seth. Maybe Seth. Um, but in in Philly, they got Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris, who hadn't been off to the hottest start since Harden's been there. So they look good. We'll see if they can keep it up, but I'm liking them right now. Obviously, the Bucs uh, have to be reckoned with. The thing about the Bucs, though, it's not easy to repeat, and we talked about that and even get back that, to Those the are finals. just facts. It ain't even right. about, like, feelings or saying, like, they can't do it. It's just that it is hard, and, right. and that's what we've seen. And I think, and Rob, I don't know that anybody outside of Miami wants to see the Heat in the finals, just because they're, I wouldn't say dull, but, you know, they don't really capture people's imagination. Jimmy Butler, Bam out of Bayou, Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero. But they're playing good ball. They're tough. They they shoot the three well. Um, they play good defense. They got a good coach. They're going to be tough to be reckoned with. And now Boston, Rob. Boston is is making some noise now. Tremendous defense since the new year. They've been the best defensive team in the league since the new year, and the offense is clicking too. So um, the East is going to be great. We said it yesterday with, I think, Eddie House. But uh, I, I don't think the Nets should be the favorites. I think that's crazy. We got to remember. As you said it, it yeah, might just This is be a the, Vegas thing. It's just the like best. the odds. Right. Remember, I told you before, Vegas doesn't pick who's going to win. What they're trying to do is they want to put the team that can get the most money, Chris, to bet on both sides of it. They win if if 50% bet for, say, uh, the Nets and 50%, I'm talking about, like, say, the, in the finals, 50% for right. the Nets and 50% for the Warriors. Vegas wins because they're not right. going to lose any money. What they don't want is 70% of the people to vote for the Nets, bet on the Nets, and 30 for the Warriors because then if you lose, you take a bath. That's right. what, that's what the, the right. number is. All right, your question, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Should the Brooklyn Nets be viewed as the team to beat in the Eastern Conference? And what chances do you give them of getting out of the East as Kevin Durant returns tonight? Your turn to win with Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is, of course, folks, a TV theme song Thursday. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, go to AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, head on over to the zone, AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. I'm Since it is a TV theme song Thursday. Yes. I'm going to hit Rob Parker with a TV theme song trivia question Uh-oh. based on the AutoZone, what I just read. What based famous, on okay. Yeah, listen. All right. What famous sitcom star worked at an auto body shop? Not in real life, but in the show. Auto body shop, sitcom, show... If you don't get this, it will be shocking. You will drop a peg in my eyes on your TV TV rep if you don't get this. A, a body shop? Uh, let me see. You need a hint? This hint. Yeah. I need um, a hint. Okay. Uh, all right. This you you will get it based on this hint. But you you sure you need the hint? I, let me see. Uh, he was a he so so he worked in an auto body shop and it was a sitcom. What era? Eighties, nineties? Just give me because I it doesn't ring. It doesn't 70s. ring true. Seventies and maybe into the eighties. Okay, my seventies, I think. Just period. You stop with he uh, <laughs> Milwaukee. Fonzie. Yeah, you know Fonzie. that right. Yeah, okay. You knew he was right. an auto mechanic. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can't was. believe that. No, you're right. You know you feel bad. Because you're, you're like the sitcom king. Right. I do because uh, Fonzie wasn't like the rest of them. They were all in high school. Right, And right. he was a little older, but he hung out with them. Right, you're 100% exactly. right. Exactly. Right. Shocking. So, so, Don't let me. Good. I'm going to try to come up with another all one right. for next. That was pretty yeah. good. Let me all ask right. you this, though. I got a question. Do you Do you think... Most people, Chris, are rooting against the Nets. Do you think mm. that there's a – like, like, will there be an anti if the Nets get it together and they start playing better and whatever? Will they become – to me, are they the villains like you don't want to see them win? Because I'm getting that okay. vibe from people. What, That's a what, good question. That's a yeah. really good question. All right. I, or, I think you're right. come together and they I think you're to, right. Yeah. I do think that there are going to be people pulling against the Knicks for a few reasons. I don't think Durant really has anything to do with it. I think Kyrie. Definitely Kyrie. I, yeah, I, I mean, that. you half the country, probably at least, if not more, right, is going to be against Kyrie because of his status on the vaccination. And then I think Ben Simmons, Rob. I think a lot of people he's, are going to be against Ben Simmons. Look, I... I I don't. I think right now. Not you. Yeah, I'm just I, I, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think a lot of people just think ain't he's feeling a big baby, and and you know he forced his way soft. out. 
Right. Or to like think you should just man up and I mean, come on, you, your coach said something, whatever it was. I mean, now they're he's saying that and and no, others are saying it was different. That? But whatever, yeah. you were still in a great situation. And as you always say, Rob, that didn't stop you from signing a huge contract. Right. I always say that like Understandably, you, I get it. No, you I get it, get but I'm money, just saying, but, but you can't you know, use that, Chris. If, right. If there you would have really got that something, money or close to you it. You could have said anywhere, you could have said, I I I I'm I can't do it here. Can we make a move? What do I need to do to make this smooth? We talked about it before, Chris, when he came back. He could have easily come back, said all the right things, played and said, I want you guys to trade me. I'll do everything right. I'll say all the right, right. things. Right, he could have. That's I'll the play, thing. You could have been playing. You could have been playing You could have been way. playing. No doubt about it. But, yeah, I think because of those two reasons, Rob, I, I do think a lot of people are going to be pulling against them. I also think when you look at it, though, is Philly really that likable? I mean, I, I think I, I'm feeling hard. I've always been a Harden fan. I've been yeah, down but on be him this year. Be but, down on Harden, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, so people could be down on him. Um, Milwaukee's likable. They they just are. No, Miami's not popular, but they're you know you don't. There's no reason not you know, to, to like root against Miami. Them, but I agree. Right. I think I think Milwaukee's the most likable out of these teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, still if somebody wants to pull for Chicago or Boston as an right. underdog, okay. But yeah. I think Milwaukee with Giannis is probably the most likable team in the East. So, all right, that was a good question. We got Eric Weddle, Super Bowl champion, coming up in a minute. But first, be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It is The Odd Couple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Our next guest is a newly minted Super Bowl champion, of course, with the L.A. Rams. We got to bring in our man, the GLOAT, Eric Weddle. What's up, brother? Congratulations. Mazel tov. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? How my guys doing, man? <laughs> I'm sure everything is good right now, huh? <laughs> yeah, other than this surgery I had on my ruptured pec in the game, I'm, I'm, mm. feeling, I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> yeah, that 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 can make yeah, it a that, little tougher. I, 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 I was gonna you. say, yeah, that would hamper it a little bit. But uh, you know, once you win a Super Bowl, they can never take it away from you. Uh, what what was just the experience after it was all over? Was it like a dream come true, or how did you feel, or was it an out of body? Or were experience? you just dealing with the injury? Were you able yeah. to enjoy it in, initially? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, man, it was. It's hard to explain just the whirlwind of five and a half weeks where I'm at home doing the the daddy uh, at home, taking the kids around sports, and right. five weeks later I'm a Super Bowl champion and having a huge role and helping those guys out. It, it's uh, it's like I put my life on hold to go live a, a dream that you thought was dead. You know, I retired two years ago and. That dream was dead to win a Super Bowl and to be able to experience that with the men in that in that organization and the men the men I had experience with two years prior it was it was super special man and uh, to be able to uh, always dream of that situation as a player and to be a part of that and you know etched in the history books man I'm a Super Bowl champ and was part of the team that brought uh, a Lombardi back to the city of L.A. man it's uh, it's pretty special. No doubt, no doubt. Now, were you – obviously, you were in good shape. I mean, you came in right away and were playing. 
But did you keep yourself in shape thinking maybe you might come back at some point if I get a call or you never know? Um, and what kind of shape were you like compared to your typical football shape? Where would you say you were at? <laughs> oh, man, it's it's kind of comical to think, uh, you know, what, for one, first off, I never thought I'd be back. Never wanted to be back. I was content. I was happy. I went out my way. Uh, and and I just, you know, as Tom said when he retired, it's hard to to give all you have if you're not 100% mentally committed to to what the job entails. And I totally get that because I just I didn't want to deal with the pain. I didn't want to deal with the sacrifice. I, I didn't want to deal uh, with all that the job entails to try to be great at it. And uh, did I have chances in 2020? Yeah, I had a, I had a bunch of teams that wanted me to come out, but it was an adamant no. And uh, this opportunity came back, and it's hard to pass that up. And, and you know, I worked out. When, you work out when you're retired because it becomes who you are. Uh, and, I, and I worked out every day, honestly, to make my body feel better and to mentally. Mm. It, was, it was something that uh, made me more patient. It made me in a better mood with my kids and, and wanted uh, to be my very best for them. So working out was just so I felt better for my mind, body, and spirit. That, that was the only reason that I was in somewhat good a shape. Was I in NFL-ready shape? No. Was I, did I get to NFL shape? No, in that five weeks. Really? Uh, but, but the mind is powerful, man. The mind is powerful. I love challenges. I love people thinking I'm crazy and that I can't do something, and it, it gives me the motivation and the drive to prove them wrong. It's been something that, that I've held dear to my heart for, for my entire life. So, uh, you know, wow. it's it's crazy to crazy to think of of how I got it done. I really don't know at times, but you know, you you you, you put your heart and soul into something and you fully commit to it. Uh, you, you're you're destined to do great things, and uh, I'm an example of that. How how about you mentioned uh, you didn't want to deal with the pain anymore? I think sometimes fans, you know, you could be desensitized to what football players go through. Because you mm-hmm. watch it on television, you you know, it, it just doesn't have the impact. It's like for people who have never been to a boxing match, like television mm. distorts the blows oh, that guys sure. are taking. You know, I've covered fights. Chris, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, up yeah. close. And football, and when you see, being down on the field. Right, and you're on, oh fi- on the field and you you hear guys crashing. What what kind of pain? To, just tell people out there listening what, what you had to do to get yourself to be able to play every week. Yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, you know, you don't, you don't ever want people, you don't want people to feel sorry for you. Right. But the reality (laughs) is, is there's not a, there's not a moment that goes by in my regular life that I'm not in pain, whether it's in my neck, whether it's my shoulders, whether it's my back hips, there are mornings where I have to literally throw my lower half of my body around, fall to the ground and get up from there because my lower half of my body, from my back, from all the injections, from the fractured vertebrae, is I'm in so much pain in the mornings that I have to get up from the ground because literally my bottom half of my legs don't work in that moment. So wow. it's it's just the reality of the game we play, and it's not it's not a you know you don't you, 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 I think the outside kind of takes for granted uh, what you see on TV. Like you said, if you're down on the field. I'll give you a perfect example, right? Like, I hadn't been playing in two years. I'm not training. I'm not doing anything. After that San Francisco game, 
I was in so much pain, the worst pain I've ever been. I slept a total of five hours over two nights oh. because I literally was in so much pain. I, I didn't, if we had to play the Super Bowl that following Sunday, I don't know if I was going to be able to play. I was in so much pain because wow. I had, my body was not ready for, for going out against a physical team, throwing it in there, nine tackles. I mean, it, it was, it, I was mm. in a bad place, guys. I, I seriously, it was, and it, and it was a harsh reminder and reality check that this is why I retired. Like, I can't, I couldn't do this for a full 17 games. There's no chance. Hey, Eric, let me ask you, after you guys did win the Super Bowl, you had comments, you know, ripping on the Chargers. You got bad blood again with them. What was that about? What was that? Huh? Uh, you're funny, bro. Uh, no, I mean, I, I'm, listen, I'm a, I'm a realist and I'm honest. And the bottom line is, is you need to treat people with respect. And when you don't, it's you need to be called out for it. And that's, that's really what happened. And, and the bottom line is I try to treat people with love and respect and kindness. And when I get my name slandered for no reason, I'm going to stand up for myself. And it's just how things unfolded comes full circle that I'm a Super Bowl champ and uh, the Chargers are the Chargers still. So I just wanted to <laughs> all right, reiterate wanna, that. That says it all. That says all you need to know. I'm just asking. I got it, Eric. All right. Now, you, you're you from California. He's not from Fontana. From, yeah, Fontana, not far where my from family's LA. from. Yeah, yep, no doubt. And so yes, I assume you grew up a Lakers fan. We're going to get you out of here on a hoop question. You're a big hoop yeah. fan because you people may not know you have a full-size NBA court in your house. Wow. So tell us, did you were, did you play in high school? Were you like a really good player? How often do you play now? Can you play? Because like you said, you, you're in pain a lot yeah. or what? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I hold I hold five on five at, at my at my house uh, once a week. I have a good I have a good like 10, 12, 14 guys that, that come and play. I don't play right now just because I'm I have one arm, but over the last <laughs> You know, to over the last year and a half, I mean, that's that's what I did for to, to keep me in shape. And I love the game of basketball. I love competing. I love just the uh, the atmosphere. You know, and and obviously, I'm a diehard Lakers fan. I went to my first game at the Great Western Forum when I was five years old in the nosebleed. I, I sat with my dad every night watching the Lakers on KCAL nine. Wow. I mean, that, that's. That's what we did, right? That's, That's your childhood, right? Football. Yeah, yeah. I watched football on Sundays, and I watched the Lakers with my dad every night when they played played home and road games. So, uh, obviously, basketball is a, a, a love of mine, and my son plays it. My my oldest daughter plays it. Uh, so it's it's definitely something that is is in our family, and uh, you know the Lakers are are what can you a say? mess. A mess. You do though, real quick. Right. Did you know? Because look, and this is not a shot. He's an all-time great, top Did seventy-five, you, deservedly so. But could you tell? We all said, look, Westbrook's not a fit. Not a fit, right? Did you feel that way too? Because that clearly is one of their biggest problems. Well, I mean, it's it just goes back to wherever LeBron has gone or gone, you know, left. It's you, you surround him with shooters, right? Let him let him handle the rock. He's a ball dominant guy, and let him create and just put him with shooters, great defenders right. and shooters. And I I honestly am a big fan of Russell. I love the way he plays. I love the compete. 
He's a team guy. He'll leave it all out on the on the court every night, right? And I, and I just respect that about guys. And if 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 things don't go the way you want it, he owns it. He tries to get better at it. Right. Like that's just being a pro. And did I think it was a great match? Well, when you get rid of your your key players off of a, a, a world championship team, I mean, you got to try to do something. And I just hope I hope that uh, you know I, I was envisioning him just to be a six man and let him run the show, be super aggressive, score at will, and then maybe in the fourth quarter, you know, be on the court, obviously, because he's too good not to be. But it's just, it just seems like they're just still trying to figure out. It doesn't help that AD's right. been out half the year. You would right. hope that, you know. He, you need to give to AD a pep talk, man. <laughs> yeah. Because well, AD mean, ain't playing through the pain like you. I, I just keep it listen, real. <laughs> listen, I, I, I got that. I've always been super tough with Kobe was one of my idols, and well, there you seeing go. him, seeing him, and and seeing how he worked, how he outworked. Like I, my mantra was when I got on the field and I stepped on that white line, I could look at every man out there and knew I outworked him before the game even started. So there it that, is. That's just how I took it. And AD just, it's whether you want to be great, do you want to be the best ever, and and do whatever it takes, or you don't. And right. it'll show. It's 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 clear as day. And I just, you know, time's gonna pass by, and you're gonna, you're gonna sit here and say, "Man, I wish I would have did a little more. I wish I would have worked out harder. I wish I would have right. did more rehab." So I was on the court, and instead of one ship I got with LeBron, we got three or four. Right? That, that's that, the reality that, of it. That's and, a great way to end it. They're all in my ears yeah. about getting up, ending this, I this know, segment. I know. Great <laughs> stuff, man. We appreciate it. Congratulations again Always. on the Super Bowl. We'll talk to you again, man, for sure. You got it. And take some Tylenol. <laughs> yeah, that don't work, bro. <laughs> I'm immune to I'm immune to Tylenol. <laughs> I bet. All right, man. See you. That's our man, Eric Weddle, Super Bowl champ. Keep it locked. Shekel City's next. Odd Couple. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, wow. You know what I this think is, this Chris? before my time. This is match oh, game. I was going to say, it's definitely, it sounds like a game show. Game show. show. Match I wouldn't game. have known which one. And back then, Gene Rayburn was the host, and they would do every year, it would be match game 76, match game 77. They had, like, year, they had put the year on it. Wow. Gene Rayburn. All right. All right. If you're a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover Card matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year, discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations, folks, do apply. All right, it's time for Shekel City. Welcome to Shekel City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. Shekel City, soon to be sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook. And Chris, don't look now, but Shekel City is hot. And my cheese was even hotter on Shekel City. 3-0 and last night, if you and follow me. my cheese was hot. That's right. 3-0 and <laughs> last night. And Chris, in the last four Shekel Cities, 10-2. and so Shekel City wow. is in Fuego. 3-0 on that Friday. That feels like that came out of nowhere. 
No, 3-0 on Friday, 2-1 the last two days, Chris, and uh, Monday and Tuesday, and 3-0 last night. All right, here we go. Sheckle City tonight. The best bet, I got the Spurs, minus 6.5. The Kings are in San Antonio. Chris, I know I'm, I'm just a uh, torture, torturing myself, but I took the Raptors minus 9 against the Pistons. Raptors minus 9 against the Pistons. You are torturing yourself. I know. That, I mean, you. I don't. I don't get it. You're a glutton for punishment. I should stay away from them, but I didn't. <laughs> yes, um, you should. And then I got the Grizzlies plus two and a half at the Celtics. That's a good game, Chris. Uh, that I got is. The Grizzlies. I'm watching that right now. What's the score you got? You got? It's early. Eight five, uh, Boston. Yeah. Just started. Uh, yeah, Grizzlies plus two and a half. So there you go. Once again, you got don't the forget Grizzlies winning in Boston. Okay. Yep. Plus two and a half. Uh, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm just telling you who I bet on. Speaking of betting, Rob, um, there was a story out and and, and just all over the place. Uh, Steph Curry, all the metrics, he comes up as, as what would seem like the most popular player in the NBA. And Rob G thinks he is. I, you know, obviously, I, I like Steph. I think it's clearly LeBron James, though. Clearly LeBron James the most popular. Or, or yeah, the biggest, let's put it this way, biggest star in the NBA. All the metrics, you know, Golden State's the highest rated team. Um, Steph, you know, is, is you know, ha- has all these metrics in other areas as well. Most tweets about him and stuff. But I think LeBron's clearly the biggest star in the league. Yeah, I, I think Steph I, is second. I do think he's second. I just think Steph is more likable and LeBron's more polarizing, and that's why they put him ahead of LeBron. That's what I think. Yeah, he's not. I mean, Steph's got – I think everybody in this day and age has their – those that dislike him, their haters, if you will. But certainly he is. he's not as polarizing as LeBron. Two hours left. Keep it locked.